Petty. 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 Shady Dawns. Man, it is the month of February, and it is Black History Month. Do you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is our month, Dawns. We in here. We in here. 2020 style. 2020 style. Black History Month, man. Um, it's yeah. something that, you know, it has been watered down, I think, over the years. And we just, at the Petty, uh, we as the Petty Crew, we just want to do our part in recognizing our black peoples and what they have done. People of color. People of color. It's all, you know, a lot of... African-Americans. We're not the only ones who, who uh, you know what I'm saying, celebrate our race. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you have nah. uh, uh, Mexicans, I think they have a month, and I mm. think Indians have a month or whatever. We just want to do our part. So by doing that, we want to basically discuss with you guys and share some knowledge with you about the important black folks that have inspired us. And what they have done is that they have made our life a little easier. Mm. It's some things that y'all are doing on a daily basis and y'all might be taking advantage of. Regularly. That black folks have created. Because of us. Because of us. (laughs) Starting out with uh, Sarah Boone. Now in in 1892... She came up with a different ironing board. Now, back in um, 1858 is when the ironing board first came out. And it was just a block of wood. That's it. But what she did, what Sarah did, is that she rearranged the ironing board and made it into something that can help her iron her woman's clothing. So she made a sleek design, put some curves in it. And they have stuck with that design ever she's since. She's responsible for the full contraption. She's, of the she's responsible for that. Before, before she came along, they had a regular old wooden slab that they would iron their clothes on. I bet she's like, oh no, it's gotta be a better way. <laughs> gotta be. Petty. And to put it up neatly, because you know she had to clean up after herself. <laughs> Put this up neatly and have it up there. Oh man, that's ingenious. Yeah, it is ingenious. Clap it up. Clap it up. Now and now she was born a slave, and she's actually one of the first people who has who received a patent for her design. I don't know. Tell me if we invented the straw hat. I want to know that. I think Gilligan invented the straw hat. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I can see the skipper like, yo, (laughs) get these coconuts. All right, so another person who, uh, another black and very important person in history uh, was Mary Van Britten in 1966. Now, she invented the first security system. 
because she lived in New York. Now, you are from New York. Well, you're from up no, I'm east. Jersey. Yeah, you're Jersey. Uh, east, my east, bad. East. You're up east. You're from Jersey. Yeah, yeah. And I lived up east, and I know that Jersey ain't too much different from New York. I nah, mean, nah, you know nah. what I'm saying? And it's a lot of violence. Nah. It's crazy <laughs> violence. And you would need a security system. And you need a security system. You would system. like to have security system. When was that, man? That, that's indeed, that's dope. So what she did is that she took, like, a camera, and she put it in between four lenses in the door, okay? And she hooked it to a monitor. And then she hooked it, put some buttons on it to where she could alert the police and everything. She created the first, and she did it because she was living in a violent neighborhood. She and was her, the first ADT? Yes, and her husband always worked. So she didn't feel secure at home. So she created the first alarm system. And she, 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 was, she was saying that, you know, the police would never come. You know, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. When, when it's a terrible neighborhood up east, man, and they, they, they don't come in the response time that you want them to. So she took it upon herself to create the first security system. Give it up for Miss Britton, man. She oh, did her man. thing. Remember, here's a commercial ADT with the guy from uh, Baby Boy, the ball guy who was cooking. Uh, he was cooking like breakfast in the uh, kitchen, and Baby Boy came in. And he, he was naked or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he became the guy for security <laughs> systems. Yeah, I just seen it. Yep, you I seen just, it? I just seen him on a commercial. Yeah, he has a good voice for it. Scary, like yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, you, you need your yeah. Patty. Okay, so Mary Van Britten, uh, her and her husband was rewarded uh, a patent for her security design in 1969. So three years after she created, they got their patent for that design. Okay. Yeah, no big doubt. Big ups, big ups. Mm-hmm. Like I said, she put a button uh, to lock her door automatically. She's a genius to just come up with this. And then make it happen? That's, that's wild, man. That's and I wild. didn't even know they had monitors back in 1966. I didn't know that. And she, mean, she, she's, she's a she, genius. My 1966? Yeah. Woof. So, so for her to do that back then is incredible. She's like the hidden figure. She could sit in her crib and watch you at her door in 1966. So she had the actual first ring. Ain't that what they call them joints? I think that's what they call them a ring, the joints at, at your door, and they can look I at you when your door. I wonder Max took that picture with him and the shotgun at the window. Oh. For those of y'all who are in the NOI, y'all should give respect to Miss, what's her name? Van. Yeah, uh, Mary Van Britton. Dope. That She's dope. The game. That changed yeah. the game right there. Yeah, her, she turns her, she turned her peepholes. Into cameras, and she could sit down and watch your ass at her door. Nineteen sixty-six. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, shout out to her and her husband, man. They, they most definitely did the damn thing. Okay, next we have Garrett Morgan in nineteen twenty-three. Now he was the son of a slave, uh, and he only had an elementary education. Now this is this is good for y'all who okay. you know. So he elementary is not much of an education. No. But sometimes you can be so smart that you don't need the book education. Sometimes you can teach yourself. So even even though he only had an elementary education, I'm sure 
he taught himself further now, we're than not elementary. Now, fifth grader drop out of school right now. <laughs> nope. You know what I'm saying? We're just Yo, saying. Fifth graders do not drop out of school and become a Garrett Morgan. Experience is the best teacher, as we know, but still. Paper in the United States, in the world matter. No, you know, having a piece of paper to go along with your, your uh, credentials, mm -hmm. credentials is all is patents. Now, Garrett, Garrett Morgan, what he did is that he changed our everyday living when it comes to stoplights. So we only had two the colors. Stoplights, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we only had two colors at one point in time. But what he did is that through his inventions, now he he did, a, a, he made, he improved the sewing machine. Okay, okay. Okay. And he created the gas mask. Okay. 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 So he got paid for these joints. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So he was the first black man in Cleveland to own a car. Yes. Well, Garrett was, Morgan. What well, year was this? 19, he made this in 1923. He was the first black man in Cleveland to own a car. So while he driving, he driving, he's smaving through the city, and seeing that there was so many wrecks, seeing that, that the wrecks that was going on and people almost getting in the wrecks, yeah, his yeah. smart ass said, you know what I'm gonna do? Since I'm the first black man in Cleveland, and I'm a genius. He said, I'm going to create a middle color, the yield sign. So Mr. Garrett Morgan in 1923 patented the yield, the yellow slime, so our asses can slow the fuck down. I wonder what his great-great-granddaughter up to. Patty! Yo, where you at, girl? <laughs> well, we know you ain't fast. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> Period. Patty! Yeah, but he did improve that. And that yellow sign means a lot. Do you know how many accidents probably don't occur all because of that one color in the middle? Right, right, right. In between. In between? Mm-hmm. He smebbing. He the only, only nigga driving. And he's seeing all these white folks crashing. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to help us out. Because I know. Clap it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cut it. I know that my future blacks ain't going to be able to drive that well. Especially the women's. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a shot at y'all, motherfucker. Y'all can't drive. Oh. Well, some of y'all can't. I know some riders. <laughs> Let me take that back. I know some riders, some getaway riders, too. Equality for all. <laughs> Equality for all. <laughs> but shout out to Garrett Morgan for creating that yellow light. The yield. And thank you for creating the gas mask, too. Slow down. <laughs> okay, next we have Frederick McKinney Jones. Now, Frederick McKinney Jones, he changed the world by, re, by creating refrigerated trucks. That means all that produce and meat that we love so well, he made it very possible for you to transport your produce and your meats Dope. from one Dope. area Dope. a long way to another area. You hear what I'm saying? His travels and all this started around the 1930s, okay? And he co-founded the U.S. Thermal Control Company, later called Thermal King. So all that, all the thermal stuff that we are, are wearing as far as the gloves and the hats and the coats and things of that nature, we can thank Frederick McKinney Jones for them products. 
He started it. He did it. Uh, a cooling system so that your food would not go bad. And they liked it so well, they loved him so well, that they used it in the war. World War II, they used it to help feed the soldiers. Well, because you know, uh, before they had to put salt on the food in the war to ship it to the soldiers. Wow. To salt preserve like the meat and the food. Right. And then they ate it, but it was so salt. That's why, like, um, yeah. people were dying, like, all kind of crazy diseases. Oh, yeah. like because so much salt packed on and bread. They had, when you was fighting, you know, have bread. So, like, bread, have mold on it from being transported, different places. So, that was ingenious right there. Yeah, that was ingenious. So, That's thank you, Frederick McKinney Jones, for your creation of the refrigerated trucks. That's a blessing to all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Refrigerated trucks. Refrigerated trucks, yo. Next is Alexander Miles in 1887. Now, he was the person that was responsible for creating the automatic door shutting on the elevator. Stop playing. Yeah, he's responsible for that. You know how many lives? He's a lifesaver. Yes, he did. Okay, so uh, many accidents happened back in the day because they uh, they had the shaft, the door, and the shaft to the elevator doors. They would they would they wouldn't shut at the same time, and you had to manually do it. You know what I'm saying? You, in some you had to pull them today, up and shut them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the life they was living back then. They didn't had an automatic joints. So while him and his daughter was traveling in one of them motherfuckers. His daughter almost died. His daughter almost got into a bad accident. I know somebody passed away from um, missing a little door in the shaft. So you know. Yeah, it's crazy. And anybody who's been on one of them old elevators, y'all have seen the danger that's involved in all that, I you know? I wonder how they do it in, in Paris with the Eiffel Tower. Because you know you go all the way at that tower. When was that made? And did he have anything to do with that? I want to know where that where that check is. Petty. Before he came along, there was no automatic elevator doors, y'all. A black man did that. Good stuff. Good stuff, yo. And he created the mechanism that it that can make it all work and the parts, and he got it patented. Yeah, yeah. Genius. 1887. 1887. 1887. That black man was a genius. We thank you, sir. You saved so many lives. Salute. Next, James E. West, 1964. He is responsible for 90% of our cameras that's on our cameras, that's on our, oh, well, you cameras know, on our cameras. Uh, no, uh, microphones, I'm sorry. He is responsible. James E. West in 1964 is responsible for the little mics that's in our phones, the little mics that's in our cameras. He did them. If he, if he didn't invent them, they might not even be here. So the microscopic microphones in the phone systems or in a camera or he's responsible for that because microphones been a while i've been around for a while yeah. you know way before 1964 but he's responsible for making them smaller a black man did that 
All that high tech, you know what I'm saying? All that high tech undercover stuff, you know, you rats need to thank this motherfucker. Y'all rats. Because y'all can get a, a plea deal and y'all can, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't get, <laughs> y'all can snitch your motherfuckers because of him. Petty. 1964, he probably, they probably used that to infiltrate the Black Panther Party. Man, for real. Wow, this that's gonna, something to think about. This is gonna be interesting. Yeah. You're teaching me today. For yeah. Oh, goodness. So what he did is he made a foil electric trit microphone. It's less. It's a less expensive mic, a smaller mic, and it goes in hearing aids, tape recorders, most phones, Ooh. and even baby monitors. Oh. Black man responsible for that. All the check is off the hook for that guy. Yeah, like yeah, so yeah, so he 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 did his thing, and he he took it. Uh, he took human race a whole step further with the little mics. His little mics and everything now. You know what I mean? <laughs> they got little yeah. mics and trinkets and belts. You can damn near listen to anything anywhere and not even know that you be listening to. I put, a little, I, I put to. a little mic in my girl's apartment one time. Oh, see. Petty. Thank Mr. West. Dr. Dr. West. Dr. James E. West. Wow. Is he related to Cornell West? I don't know. Next, Louis Latimer, 1881. He's, he's the man. Everybody know about Louis Latimer. Yes, he did. Of course, you know Thomas Edison is the one who created the light bulb. So-called created. So-called, so-called created the light bulb. Yeah. They all, yeah, some discrepancy about who stole the patent and all that. Petty. But what they're saying is that. You got Western that, House, you got Tesla, you got all these people in the same time period. Yeah. But. But. Louis Latimer. Louis Latimer. The untold story. Mm-hmm. Of how he came was like, nah, that don't even seem right. Mm-hmm. He also helped create several patents, not just the yeah, light pattern. Yeah, he created yeah. several patents. He, um, he worked for a law firm. Yeah, he was getting it in. He was very important. Now, what happened was uh, he he was also a military man. He 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 uh, he served in the Civil War, I think. Yeah, it was a Civil War. Okay. He was a, he's a very 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 important and interesting man. But what he did is that he worked for the U.S. Electric Company at one point yeah. in time. And they were at odds with Thomas Edison. They were actually in competition. Yeah, yeah. It was and, one down. Mm-hmm. And then he made, uh, uh, what did he make? He made the carbon filament for the light. Because at one point in time, in order to make the lights go further, they used straw. Yeah. They was using straw to make lights last longer. But what he did was that he added this carbon element to it, filament, and now lights can last up to two to three hours. So while he was working, they grabbed him up to actually be in competition with Thomas Edison. But later down the road, he actually ended up working with Thomas Edison at the Edison Electric Light Company. And that was back in 1884 when he started working with Thomas Edison. So they eventually joined forces, and we are where we're at today. Lights, camera, action. Mark Dean, and this is kind of more up to date, 
but still years ago. Mark Dean in 1980 and also 1999, what he did was he created the first IBM PC monitor in color. Now you know that back in the day, our monitors used to be black and used to have the green typo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he created the color joint so that we could see some brilliance in there. He also created the first gigahertz chip. Now that gigahertz processing chip made it possible for higher processing rates and faster speeds in our PCs. What a genius. I hate slow shit. He made it so things could go faster. Very genius. He was the chief engineer at IBM, and he also helped create the IBM machines, period. Damn, we take everything for granted. Clap it up for you, man. <laughs> Don't nobody like all that buffering, all that time period going past. Because I, I remember when I first started using computers in the uh, 90s, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is incredibly Incredible. Slow. Yeah, yeah. Now... You know, you look at things that happen like that. I mean, use your, your phone, your watch, whatever you got. And communication is everything. Communication is everything. These are I wonder things. why I don't talk about him. <laughs> that's deep. That's, that's deep. That's petty. Well, that's why we're talking about him now. There's a lot of African Americans, and we, we've only mentioned a few. There are hundreds of brilliant African-Americans who have brought a lot to us and, and helped mankind in general, has helped us tremendously. We only mentioned a few, a few and those are the ones that you kind of look over, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, you use your iron every day. People don't really iron like they used to, but that, what Sarah did, changed the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what all yeah. these people did changed the game. So we just really want to shout out, give a major shout out to those who, who did their part, and we want to do our part by showing recognition to those African Americans who's changed our lives. Get away from the distractions of BS and, and just focus on what you may need and if it may benefit you, it may benefit others. Period. You know Period. what I'm saying? Don't even, don't even think about it. Don't think small. Even if you do think small, you never know. It could be big somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Don't sell yourself short. What my man's saying is if you got a bright idea, share your bright idea. Don't sit on your idea. You never know where it will take you. I'm pretty sure a lot of these people were called crazy. I'm mean, sure a lot of people was just taking advantage, taking advantage of, and like, like we already know, a lot of black people created some things and them patents were ripped from out their hands and arms and out their brains, and they got no recognition for it. We want to recognize those smart brains. Now, condition your children. If they got a bright idea, condition them to utilize and put that bright idea into motion because you never know where they're going to turn out to be. And for all the daycare providers, please recognize the genius, you know what I'm saying, Just and encourage them genius kids out there. Daycare babysitters, please, they, they right there. Right there. I believe the children are well the way. I'm on a mission. They in their feelings, they only hear shots ringing out. 
taking it personally, that's what I'm talking about, Patty. Cool, I'm a fan, felt like the man with this Patty shirt I got. Swag, crush out the box, just to compliment my top. They hating, no worry, I got them. I know what it's like from the bottom. That's why I came up, but this money, it just keep on causing me problems. New friends, I done did that already. Don't talk to strangers, I'm petty. Yeah, Patty podcast doing numbers. Got the book turned up all summer. Stay 10 toes down if you wanna come up.